following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Happy Hump Day. Welcome in Main Street Sports today. On this update edition, we visit with Donovan Stewart, MainStreetPreps.com. Also, Teresa Walker joins the show at 3 Central today. Plenty to get into with Teresa. Also, top story coming up and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Get set, buckle up. It's the sports talk show you've always wanted with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton. Here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama. Chris, yeah. Welcome in to this wild and wacky Wednesday edition. Uh, my voice is well, I, Mo. I tried to get him to play the Shaft intro. He wouldn't do it. Now, it's a little, you know, a little Barry White or something. I, I little little Isaac, little something, huh? I mean, my my voice is is struggling today, and uh, it's not as dry as it was yesterday. So that's a positive. Uh, but still not great, so may need you to carry a, a lot of this show here. So <laughs> buckle up and be ready, I guess. Yeah, I'll be here. Uh, well, we've got a great one, as you heard JP there. Donovan Stewart comes in uh, in the next segment doing a little high school football coaching searches talk. Uh, obviously, we have a couple here in southern Middle Tennessee, Mo, but there are several across the state still not filled, and – well, spring practice is coming up, so you know, folks and, probably looking. You know, and and it's interesting because I keep getting texts and calls. Has X done anything yet? And I'm like, no. You know, it's it's like everybody else feels more urgency about the situation than the people in the decision making positions. So, I mean, we. Much as we'd like to make the higher form, we can't. Can't do that. So yeah. we'll get into all of those, uh, the new hires, the the folks still looking, all of that with Donovan. Uh, Teresa Walker joins the show. We'll talk about the Titans. We'll talk about the Preds. They're starting to, uh, they're, they're starting to get back on track, so that's positive after a big win on the West Coast last night. Uh, we'll also talk about maybe some Grizzlies. You know, they – Got a big one tonight down in San Antonio, so a lot to get to uh, with Teresa. It's always fun to talk to her. Some college football. North Carolina State AD is going to serve on the college football playoff committee as the committee's chairman, and, well, he's replacing a, another AD, and I'm just not sure that's a great idea, Mo. So we'll get into it and see uh, see what, what you guys think about uh, sitting ADs, chairing such a committee that could potentially, you know, talk about their teams, but whatever <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Right. So, and then of course, yesterday, USFL big announcement, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And of course, you know, you never know what we're going to get into with halftime. So stick around. It's going to be a great show. We need to get to that top story here momentarily, but first, got some results from last night and kind of a decent little schedule 
for tonight, Mo. So let's give it to him on the rundown. Yes, it is the rundown. Tuesday night high school boys basketball action. Lawrence County in District 8 AAA action came up to Spring Hill and got a 71-60 victory. It was Collinwood defeating Hampshire. <laughs> it was Collinwood defeating Hampshire in 10A play, 63-58. Santa Fe with a 71-50 road win over Cullioca in 10A. In 10AA, it was Giles County defeating visiting Mount Pleasant. 5430. Is that right? Okay. Um Summertown defeating Lewis County 76-36. In 10A action as well. It was Richland 52, Wayne County 38, Summit, a 66-38 winner over Nolansville. Franklin Road Academy down to Columbia Academy 77-59. And Zion Christian gets a 55-37 win over Franklin Classical. That Giles County Mount Pleasant boys score was 54-38, not 30. I knew that didn't sound right. I typed that in. <laughs> On the girls' side last night, it was Lawrence County defeating Spring Hill 59-40. Collinwood with a 70-42 win over once number 10 ranked Hampshire. Um, Santa Fe edges Cullioca 54-50. Chris was at that one. We may talk a little bit about it later on. Mm -hmm. Giles County with a 57-36 win over Mount Pleasant and Summertown 67, Lewis County 25. Wayne County defeated Richland 67-41. It was Summit 51, Nolensville 35. Columbia Academy down Franklin Road Academy 65-47. And Zion Christian with a 40-24 win over Franklin Classical. In high school wrestling, the Region 7 AA Duels Tournament was held at Summit last night. Nolansville wins its semifinal matchup over Franklin, 60-15. The host Spartans, 49-25 over Brentwood in the semis. In the championship, a rematch of last week's Summit 48-28 win over Nolansville. Didn't go quite that well for the Knights. 72-6 Spartans win the Region 7 AA Championship. In NHL action last night, Predators go out to Seattle, and the Kraken was not released. 4-2 Nashville, the final in that one. NCAA men's basketball action, top-ranked Auburn. Bruce Pearl now 1-1 one one as the number one team in the country with a 55-54 win over Missouri. Yeah, it was close. Black and gold teams get him when he's number one. <laughs> High school basketball action tonight. Big one at Columbia Central. Independence travels to Columbia Central to take on the Lions, and that's a huge one in the boys' side, uh, as well as the girls, actually. And Loretto will be at Giles County, and junior college basketball at Southwest Tennessee will be Columbia State. Uh, should be fun. Doubleheader starts <laughs> at 530. It's always fun when those two get together. <laughs> Depends on your definition of fun. An NBA action tonight, as Chris mentioned. Memphis travels to San Antonio, taking on the Spurs. That's a 7.30 start on Bally Sports South in NCAA men's basketball action tonight. Florida comes to number 18, Tennessee. It's a 5 o'clock start on ESPN2. At 6 o'clock on ESPNU, Vanderbilt is in – it's not Como, so what is Columbia, South Carolina? Um Taking right. on Coast Gamecocks. Yeah. Coast Guard? Coast Guard, yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to do it for your Wednesday rundown, yeah. Coast Guard, Coast Guard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we asked the question yesterday, Mo. Would Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling, would they get in in their final attempt to the Hall of Fame? Well, today's first pitch, top story is no. Only one player elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, and that is Big Poppy David Ortiz. Yeah, um, and you know, I I don't know if I just kind of blanked out on David Ortiz or what, but I did not realize that he had hit 541 career home runs. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the vast majority of his resume comes as a designated hitter. Yeah, and 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 the writers have typically been loath to recognize DHs. I mean, when you think about um, Edgar Martinez and the career that he put together with the Mariners, you, you'd have thought that um, he'd have had more traction, and it just never really seemed to catch fire. But but Ortiz, like you said, the, the overwhelming majority of his career was as a DH. But he hit 286 for his career, according to this CBS Sports article I'm looking at. 541 home runs, 10 All-Star game appearances. So, um. I, I don't want to be that guy, but but hmm. he absolutely was linked to HGH. Well, I mean, he hit four hundred. He hit four hundred eighty-three of his home runs after, from the age of twenty-seven on. Was and, never an all-star before. He was an MVP uh, fifth fifth for MVP voting in two thousand three, the year he got the. HGH and his home run totals went from 20 to 31, 41, 47, 54, 35, and then started to drop off after he turned 30 uh, back to 23, 28, still 32 though. And then he hit 35, 37 and 38 as a 38, 39 and 40 year old. So, you know, I fact is that he may not have officially tested positive and it may not have been an official baseball test or whatever, but it happened in 2003, and if you split the two numbers before 2003 and after, it's pretty obvious something changed, and I don't think it was hand-eye coordination. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, I don't, I don't know how you address that because the same – <clears throat> excuse me the same conjecture that is keeping some players out surrounded him as well well so. poppy's got a nice smile so anyway i don't want to get it let's just let's let's move on let's talk about high school football uh, and we'll do that with donovan stewart on the other side of the break so stick around on main street sports today we'll be right back Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports. Today it is Wild and Wacky Wednesday. We give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. In the final segment of the show, we'll also talk about the Wild and Wacky Titans, who may have had one of the greatest performances in a loss in NFL history. I mean, if you just if you just run down the the positives of that game you go well i guess they probably blew out their opponent except they didn't so not only did they not blow them out they didn't even beat <laughs> they didn't them. win at all so yeah it's it's wild and wacky for sure so we'll get into that with Teresa walker later as well um college football usfl all uh, straight ahead but mo we are currently, and as you know, we talked about in that first segment, we're still waiting on word from a couple of different schools here in our area on the high school football coaching front. And and to be honest with you, it feels like time is ticking away. I guess it depends on who you ask. I mean, it's, it's like a, a text that I sent to a friend of the show Dan James last night. I mean, heck, season doesn't start till August. I mean, you you put a coach on the field in July this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who's going to run. I, I guess that coach, he's still the interim coach technically. He hasn't been he, fired. He is still the interim coach. So, <laughs> so whatever. I mean, it's not, they don't have a, it's not like they don't have a coach. They got a coach. Well, they're not, not doing anything. One. They're not doing anything right now. It's just January. Right. But, one would think that if you're going to hire a coach, you might want to do it. 
uh, before spring practice. And so certainly interesting, but they're not the only ones, Mo. They are not the only ones looking for a coach. There are several uh, schools, and we, we mentioned yesterday, you know, Glencliff just became one of those schools. Looking- Glencliff just became one of those schools. Franklin Road Academy just became one of those schools. So, I mean, the the openings are, are multiplying, I guess. And um, Yes, they are. You know, it's, um, it's an interesting time to be looking for a coach because – as you said, you would think that most of the coaching slots are filled at this point. So. Well, one of the guys who keeps his ear to the ground when it comes to coaching changes across the state from Bristol to Memphis is Donovan Stewart, who uh, takes great pride in keeping us updated on MainStreetPreps.com with all of the football coaching news and he joins us now on Main Street Sports today. Donovan, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. No problem, guys. Uh, there's 21 jobs open right now. That's insane. Across across the state. I was looking at it a while ago, just you know, kind of getting ready for the show, and there's 10 in our coverage area. So 10 in the mid-state, 11 if you count Gordonville. Uh, we've already had 30, 30 jobs filled. So there's 21 out there. So that's over that's 51 when they all get filled. I'm thinking I've tracked this for about 10 years. Uh, the most we usually have is between 60, about 60 and 70. I'm expecting 80, at least 80 this year. Because um, it's not it's not February yet. There's already been 30. There, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a bunch more, and then it always happens in March and April. There's always a ton of coaching changes. So I think we're I think we're looking at seventy five or eighty total. Out of how many schools, Donovan, that play football? Uh, probably about three forty that play football. So you're talking about a little right at twenty to twenty five percent turnover. Then you're expecting. Yep, probably. Yep, one out of four. That's crazy. I, that was my that was my biggest question, Donovan. Was what you know? How does this stack up to years past? But it sounds like it, it it's about about right, if not a little bit, you know, more. But but it's about right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is we've never. I, I, I mean, and Mo can attest to this. Mo's been in this as long as I have, if not longer. Sorry, Mo, to, to pop you on the eight. <laughs> thing there but the thing is is um we're there but the thing is this year i think i think you've had more in a in january because i mean i wrote five four stories a couple days ago um and so i think you've got more in coming in you know that's come in january that usually in january you don't have as many but i think we've had a ton this year and like i said we had four you know, South Pittsburgh, Westwood, there was uh, four four uh, jobs that changed during the middle of the season, like week five, week six, which that never happens. Like, you might have one, but we had four. And the fact that one of those went on to win a state championship was pretty incredible. <laughs> it really is. It, it, on a number of levels, it is, yes. Um, one of those was also Lincoln County. Um, that that happened mid-year, and like you said, Donovan, you just don't see. I mean, at least 
South Pittsburgh was a guy stepping away. Lincoln County was a situation where the administration decided to make a change mid-year. And like you said, you just don't see that a whole lot at the high school level. It's really odd. <laughs> right, right. Well, you usually see it in, in Memphis because Memphis is the wild, wild west. Hard, hard to understand what goes on out there. They're their own. When you're talking about high school football in Memphis, they're their own. It's like, kind of like their, their own little military state out there or something. I mean, it's really hard to get, you know. I, I mean, I, I was told something the other day about a coach that at Memphis Business Academy, which is a really small school out there, that uh, I didn't even realize that the guy that I had down as the head coach didn't even coach there last year. I mean, and but nobody will say anything. It's just It's just the weirdest thing ever, and it's hard to get – it's hard to get information from a lot of those guys out in Memphis. So the fact that the fact that and see that's the thing I'm considering into this maybe 75 to 80 coaching changes is you don't know how many of those are in Memphis that are going to pop and we won't know about it till way after it's done. So I think it's one of those deals where you know you're going to have you're going to have like I said I think this this year is the most we're going to have we've ever had because. Like I said, there's 21 open now, which is insane. And then, you know, by the time all those get filled, there's going to be others open. So I think we're looking at a ton this year. Speaking with Donovan Stewart of Main Street Preps, um, Donovan, the one that's really got me intrigued at this moment, again, is Franklin Road Academy. As you said, just popped yesterday, Bill Whittemore stepping down after 10 seasons. We talked about it a little on the show, but um, – from what you understand, what was the um, what was the motivating factor there for for him? I think he just wanted to step away and and still stay at FRA in the admissions office. And you know, a decade. I think now it's gotten to the point, guys, where you're putting in a ton of time, and some of these coaches are not getting paid. You know, like if they broke it down by how much time that they put in and what they're actually getting paid per hour. It's not very good, and I think that's that's I, a bad idea. Yeah, that's don't a bad do that. Idea. Just, just right. Don't do that. And, <laughs> Restaurants and sports, right, absolutely, and, I, and journalism. Right, and I think I think you're you're going to see a time where there's going to be a lot of programs that are going to have to that are going to have trouble finding coaches because of I think it's changed, and I think now that. They're not getting paid what they, you know, they're not getting the crazy money. And the fact that they're, they're hearing all this stuff from parents and everything else. And, you know, there's a shortage of referees and everything. I, I think that, you know, in 5, 10, 15 years, we may be playing touch football. We may not be playing touch football anymore. Who knows? Donovan, I, you know, 21 schools currently without a head coach. Of those 21 outside – of South Pittsburgh, what's the best job open right now? Baylor, Baylor, no doubt Baylor. Well, okay, yeah, um, I didn't, even, I, I didn't realize that they were open, yeah. but oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, to me, it just feels like you know this is a this is a year where you have some really good you know Columbia Academy historically has been fairly good, Baylor obviously FRA, South Pittsburgh. You know, there are some 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 schools out there that are, you know, 
traditionally pretty good who are going to be looking for high, you know, high level coaches. And I'm not sure how many high level coaches there are out there. Right. Well, and the thing is, there's always, and, and you guys know this, there's always a job, and it could be Baylor, um, that it starts domino effect. Like there'll be a, you know, whoever gets the Baylor job, if that's a, if that's a coach from another part of the state or another big program, you know, another big program across the state, then they leave, and then that opens up that really good job, and then that job may open up another one. So, mm-hmm. you know, and there's rumors out there about, about Gary Rankin leaving Alcoa, you know, and obviously, of course, Alcoa wouldn't open. But I mean, the thing is, is as soon as if Gary was to leave Alcoa, Brian Nix, the defensive coordinator, would be he would be if they sent out a press release, it would be one of those situations where Gary Rankin leaves, Brian Nix is the new head coach at Alcoa. Like well, everybody already knows that Brian's going to get that job, right? Absolutely, something like that. So the thing is, is you know, but you're right. I mean, there are some, you know, I think another. Uh, a good program that's open right now is Chattanooga Christian. Uh, you know, they, in Division Two AA, they, you know, Mark Maracas has, has done a really good job there. He's going to stay in and be in the admissions uh, department. And I think that they could, you know, they that could be a, a good job, and that might be a domino job that, that opens up to a good coach in Chattanooga or, or something like that. Opens up good, that opens up a good, you know, program in Chattanooga. So I think that's one of those deals, but yeah, twenty-one jobs still open. It's just is absolutely crazy. It's kind of intriguing how some of these jobs are coming open, Donovan. Because like when you look at Saudi Daisy, the guy left there to take over the offensive coordinator position over at Riverdale. I mean, some of these head coaches are stepping down for um, for positions that you would not expect head coaches to be stepping down for. Well, you're right, and the thing is, I think it goes back to the point where, you know, like you're talking about, Justin Barnes, great guy, uh, has, has small children, um, and is is a good head coach, done, has done some really good things at Saudi Daisy, but uh, he, one, I think he's going to make probably a little bit more money because he's coming to Rutherford County, because I think Rutherford County pays a little bit more than Hamilton does, and he's wanting to kind of still coach, but he's wanting – to get that head coaching responsibility and some of that stuff off of his plate and just be an offensive coordinator. Um, you know, and I think that I think that some coaches, the longer they're around, I think they, they look at that. So, you know, it's one of those deals where, you know, he's still coaching and he's loving what he's doing, but he just doesn't have the responsibility and the craziness that, you know, what a head coach faces these days. That, that's a situation that really takes a, a special – ego i would think to be able to (laughs) step away from making decisions and and adapt to making suggestions i I, i'm always kind of fascinated by guys that take a couple of steps back down the ladder like that right absolutely no doubt and um you know it's one of those deals where again i think he's you know he's wanting to he's wanting to take a little off his plate and I think now we're in a society where the head coach, I mean, like when my dad was the head coach back in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, there was a lot of stuff that went on, but it wasn't a 24-7, 365 job back then like it is now. I mean, because you've got to deal with recruiting and you have to deal with everything else and you've got to deal with the parents and playing time and all that stuff. And, and you know, you know, back when, again, back when my dad started, 
you could take a vacation. You know, you could mm-hmm. you could do things and not have to worry about it. At the end of the day, you could go home and kind of leave it behind. You don't leave it behind now because there's just so much to to do and everything. And, and you know, it's it's gotten it's gotten crazy now because of everything that a head coach has to do. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Justin at Riverdale because, you know, he and I had a conversation the other night, the other day about, you know, about what he's doing, about stepping back. And he said he was totally ready to do that. And he was looking, he was looking forward to just being able to teach during the day, coach, you know, coach his offensive guys during practice and, and games and be able to go home and not have to worry about, Everything that, like Will Crosby, the head coach of Riverdale, has to worry about. So, Donovan Stewart, MainStreetPreps.com. Real quick, Donovan, has anybody else made a better hire than Tennessee High School taking Matt Reimer from University of Cumberland's? Is that the best hire made so far this um, year? That, was, that one was so off the wall because I didn't even know that that thing was open. Um, I mean, obviously <laughs> – um, Matt Chandler, well, I mean, Matt Chandler is the interim head coach, but what everybody had told me, he was going to continue to stay the head coach, and they weren't going to make it an athlete. So it was really, it was really kind of wild that Matt Reimer. And I think you're right. I think that probably is the, probably the best hire so far. Um, and, and the fact that we didn't really know it was open is totally shocking. So, um, but yeah, and I think you know, here here in the next week or two, we're going to there's going to be some dominoes fall and. And I think we'll, you know, the next time we're on the air together, we'll be talking about, well, that one might, that, that one might have surpassed Rymer's hire at Tennessee High. So, um, you know, I think, uh, again, I think we're going to have a bunch more and, and we're all going to be busy doing this. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's always, that's always the fun part of the offseason in high school football is how many coaches, uh, how many jobs do change. And like I said, this year, I think there's going to be a bunch. Donovan Stewart at examine underscore stew on Twitter. Thanks for taking some time with us today, man. We appreciate it. No problem, guys. Anytime. Thanks. All right. When we come back, we will talk about uh, a league that is also looking to hire two head coaches. They have six of their eight, but the USFL still still needs two coaches. So that's uh, unusual. But they make their announcement Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, yesterday that they'll be playing in Birmingham. So we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Main Street Sports Today returns after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton coming to you from the Lee Company studio. We're presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint and glad to have you guys with us here on this wild and wacky Wednesday. Hey. An exciting hump day because there's high school hoops tonight. There were some high school hoops last night. I got to see a really good girls game in uh, super competitive and unfortunate that (coughs) that (coughs) sorry, Kalioka's three three of Kalioka's starters ended up fouling out. We were in the we were in the bonus before the first quarter ended. Mo, it was crazy. How many total fouls were there in that ball game? You know, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I will say this. we were, Both teams were in the bonus at the end of the first quarter, and Kalioka never reached the double bonus in the first half. So only two fouls by Santa Fe in the second quarter. And I don't think the game changed. Well, it's, it, <laughs> it's interesting um, because when I was out at Kalioka for their game against Hampshire, a couple of weeks ago, it, it was a bit of a foul fest as well. So I don't know if it's something about that gym that just um, creates whistles or, or what the situation is, but that was, um, that that's interesting. Um, tough loss for Kalioka because it sounds like they were as in control of that ball game as you could be given the yeah, foul well- situation. Yeah, they, they, they actually took a lead. I think it was 45 to 38 at one point. And with five uh, and with five minutes to go, it was a six-point game. And then Reichman, Macy, uh, Tyler Reichman, who had 14 points, Macy McKinnon, great sophomore uh, guard, and Alex Skinner, uh, they're, they're three top scorers, all fouled out within about two minutes of each other. So... Yeah, it was a tough night, but um, at the same time, though, credit Santa Fe for yes, you know hanging in there and and staying close enough to to take advantage. <laughs> well, considering that in the first quarter they they made like one of seven free throws, and in the fourth quarter they were fifteen of eighteen. So, <laughs> I, I, I 
fourth Close quarter free throws. Man. Close and late. You know, that's all you got to have. Up. So yeah, but and then, Mo, I'm 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 going to tell you this right now, straight up. I've seen some really good basketball players in my in my coverage days, and and even back in the high school and and before. I don't know that I've seen a five foot, what nine ten, white kid as good as Alden Slaughter. <laughs> I mean, that kid is unreal. You watch him play basketball and you just, you can see just the pure basketball talent dripping off that kid. It's unreal. I mean, he was hitting shots. He had no business making. So, anyway, he's got a little swag to him, too. Yeah, he does. You got, you got to be a little confident to, to be as good as he is. And he, he's, he's confident. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Remind me to tell you something off air that uh, I got off the record last night. It's exciting. Okay. <laughs> All right. They call that a tease, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's, uh, l- let's talk a little bit about the United States Football League, too, because their press release, the final paragraph in their press release says, the USFL is a new independent football league controlled by Fox Sports through USFL Hold Co. LLC a new business entity and is not associated or affiliated with the USFL of the 1980s or its owners. I wonder who that's goodness talking about. Wow. I'm just saying there. DJT maybe. Maybe one particular owner that I'm sure that they're talking about. I don't think there's any maybe to that. It took me a second. Give me a bell, JP. He's like, I need some help. I need some help. Yeah, yeah. That's um yeah. Anyway. I, I, I was a little slow on connecting those dots, but yeah, that's um yeah. 43 games will be played 80 days from now. They will start 43 games. Okay. Uh, yeah. They'll play okay. 43 gotcha. total games for the season. They mm-hmm. will start in 80 days. And that is April 16th with the New Jersey Generals. Speaking of that former <laughs> owner, <laughs> and the Birmingham Stallions. Oh goodness! Um, uh, it's going to be Mike Riley and Skip Holtz. Look at that! That's so. Let me ask you this, um, because my knowledge or my remembrance of the USFL is not that of a minor league football guru such as yourself. Thank you. Thank you. How many teams were there in the original? Uh, what 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 year would you like? At its peak. Um. Well, let's just go through 1985. Mm-hmm. Houston Gamblers, New Jersey Generals, Denver Gold, Orlando Renegades, Memphis Showboats, Baltimore Stars, Jacksonville Bulls, San Antonio Gunslingers, Oakland Invaders, Tampa Bay Bandits. Portland Breakers, Los Angeles Express, and the, of course, Birmingham Stallions. So was that 14 or 15? Surely it's an even I number. I think it's 14. Okay. I guess my, and we're playing with eight teams this year? Correct. Eight teams. Okay. So I guess my question is, if if the attempt is to distance yourself from certain figures, 
Why would you have the New Jersey Generals? Well, <coughs> ideally, because you, in the future, in either the next two or three years, they are planning on going back to home stadiums, right? Mm-hmm. And you need a New York team. I mean, just for the – Do you? I mean, for the television aspect of it, I think you do. And, and JP can tell me if I'm right or wrong there. But I think the television market is just it, – it's too big not to have somebody there with a rooting interest, right? Mm-hmm. So that's – and I think, you know, using the old names and logos – that's going to build a little bit of nostalgia because I don't, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest here. The people, you know, my age and a little bit older, maybe those who remember a little bit of the stallions, my dad's age, the nostalgia is a pretty big deal. So I think it's, I think it's a big deal that, you know, NBC and Fox are going to air this thing simulcast, uh, be the first scheduled sporting event since Super Bowl one to be simulcast on two competing networks. Uh, it's a big deal. So a lot of folks put some egos away for this to work. And I think Birmingham is going to be a fantastic host. And I'm looking forward to getting down there for this particular game. Um, you know me, though. Minor league football, I'm all in. So I hope it continues the way that it uh, that it is starting. But, again, two teams don't have coaches and – they're having a draft in like a month. So anyway, I'm sorry. It's a player what's selection. The, what's meeting. the hurry? <laughs> exactly. You know, you're just playing 80 days. Anyway, it's about time to take a break. So let's, uh, let's do that. It's halftime on Main Street Sports today. Yeah. 